Hey, welcome to Lifestyle Faith Podcast with Pastor Shane. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great. Excited to be here. Excited to be here. It is. It is. It is great to see you again. Yeah, it's good. To, we have, good. It's, it's been a few weeks since we've it's, been in your living room. It's been. Uh, I know. It's bad to clean up today for you. I knew you were coming over. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, you know. I appreciate that. You know. I always appreciate the 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 effort that people take whenever you they they clean I know. up for you. Listen, I, when people. Yeah, when you know people are coming over, you listen. You do one of two things: you hide stuff. Oh yeah, which is you, what we do. Yeah, or you clean it up. <laughs> we never clean it up. Preferably hide stuff. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's all stuffed in a closet. And then for a few days after people have come over, you're like, my house is awfully clean. Man. And then you realize, nah, it's just in the closet. And, and then when you open up that closet, and everything falls out. <laughs> ooh, we 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 just recently had had guests from out of the country in. Yeah. And, you know, one, I shouldn't even say, I shouldn't even tell the story. And no one's watching. One, so and nobody's watching. Yeah. Mom, I, I apologize. <laughs> but w- w- it, so Avery cleaned up her room. Oh, really good. Look at that. It's all, it's all under the, the bed. Closet. Uh, under the bed in the closet yeah, anyway you, it's, you, uh, listen it's you, you can uh you can clean a room up in a short if you if you're just Absolutely. bent on under the bed or in the closet that thing can look spot shelf absolutely in, in a short period just of time. do not open any doors right. so let that be a lesson to you if you are ever ever visiting somebody's house don't open up the closets just don't do that that's yeah but <laughs> you always wonder if somebody when somebody visits your house if they like do they Whatever room they're staying in, uh, or or whether they're in your bathroom, you're like, are they going through like yeah. all the cabinets? And- I will not name names, but, <laughs> but- <laughs> hold on, you know something. <laughs> I know. I, um, somebody may be watching this who I, you know, who I'm talking right oh, at you, wow, right now. Something's uh, going down yes. right now. That I don't. But yes, even that know. does happen. That okay. does happen. You know, glove boxes. You know, oh, in somebody's car, like get in the car, open up the glove box, just start ruffling through. I it. think it's just uh, curiosity just gets the best of people. I think. Uh, apparently, you know, I never asked him about that, but you know, that's I'm, funny. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you about that <laughs> next time. He's making a phone call. I am. As soon when as we are done over. here today, I'm making a phone call. <laughs> Do you that's know what today funny. is, Pastor Shane? Uh, feels like a loaded question. <laughs> today so, is our one year anniversary. Come on, of the Lifestyle Faith Podcast. How did that not know? Can that? you believe that? Listen, I'm a guy, um, I put almost every life moment yep. in my calendar. Yep. Like I, I, there are just a few things that I probably miss, but yeah. I, I know that Sunday was your anniversary at CLA. Y- yes. Um, and I probably, if I didn't say anything to you on Sunday. Appreciate it. Man, so proud oh, that man. we get to do life and ministry together. But, it's a lot but, of fun. but the point is I, I, I seldom miss things like yeah. that. I just, I, I pride myself in remembering big life events right. and I did not have that. Yeah. I don't have that in my calendar. Well, now, now you do. So it's, wow. it, we have, we have, we've done, um, so this is episode 10. We have done about, we've done almost 20 episodes. That's like, I'm not great at math, but that's, that's something to celebrate, right? <laughs> I was That's trying to figure how many, how many, yeah. one point, how many a month is that? But yeah, <laughs> we no, have I done guess. almost twenty episodes of the last. That's really awesome. I, I, I've said this before. I'll say it again now. If I, if I had known this was our anniversary <laughs> podcast, I might have, um, I might have dressed up a little I more for the. I would have brought you flowers. <laughs> I might have dressed up a little more for the occasion. <laughs> But now, oh. but hold on. Now, in honor of our of our anniversary episode, we should do like a like a flashback of all the episodes. 
I love doing this. I yeah. had so much fun. We, we did a live thing yesterday too yeah. and just had a blast doing it. And these yeah. I enjoy. They are, they are life-giving. I had someone come to me. We just recently finished uh, two weeks of Easter dramas and, and someone came out of the blue yeah. and said, hey, could I just share something with you, Pastor? And I, I just assumed they were going to say, yeah. we love the production or, sure. you know, oh, thank, thanks for all the, the, the people in the church that are a part of this. And they commented on our podcast. That was the... Come on. Yeah. That's and so awesome. That's had cool. I known that our one-year anniversary was around <laughs> the corner, I probably would have mentioned that to them. Right. So. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, so if you have just joined us on this journey, uh, there, there are... 18 other episodes that, you know, they're, I, I would say they're timeless, Pastor Shane. <laughs> I w- would absolutely agree. And I feel now like I should have presented you with a plaque or something <laughs> or something today. I feel like I really dropped the ball. No, not at all. I, I kept it for a, a surprise from you for just this moment. See, I saved if, it just for this moment. If you know how the voices in my head work, I'm going to go home today and I'm going to feel like I, you're going to buy me a plaque. I, I should have had a presentation. <laughs> Of some sort, <laughs> of some sort today. <laughs> oh, that's not why we're here. That's but okay. it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> almost twenty episodes later, and that's awesome. And we're we're having lots a great of, time. Lots and of fun. Yeah. So I I think I was saying, you know, if if you are just joining us on this journey, go back and and listen to some of the some of the other episodes we've. We've we've been doing this for a year now, so we're we're having a whole lot of fun doing it. So. We might know more today on our one year anniversary we're like that may be like the mark of yeah we are professional podcasters now i i think you had to make it, money to be a professional oh forget that you know what hey where's that bottle right here you know we we, we do drink uh perrier water on, on every <laughs> no sponsorship though. we don't have any sponsorship so perrier if you'd like to yeah. actually w- one of our early episodes a bottle of Perrier exploded. I remember that in the middle of recording. I do remember that. Yeah, we, we weren't doing. It's my video favorite water at that time. Yeah. I mean, I like water out of the tap too, but <laughs> this is just—it's my favorite. A, water out of the tap is uh, probably a little cheaper. But yeah, water out of the garden hose when you're a kid. They—they yeah, right. they say you can't do that anymore. I, I don't. I don't know. I, listen, I—I I have consumed water out of a hot garden hose my entire life, and in Arkansas. Yeah. That hose, like, well, you know, you just know to turn the spigot on and let it run for about. Just get all the junk out. You have to, because that thing is, yep. it's like, I mean, it's just True. just shy of like boiling water inside that hose. Because <laughs> you never roll them up in Arkansas. You just leave them in your yard. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so. Yeah. Well, good time. So, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was I was pitching for a sponsorship, but I you know we we yeah. we are doing this out of love, uh, not we, about yeah. We're having yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. But 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 I think yeah. uh, a year now under our belt and uh, yeah. still enjoying it and uh, still having fun. Thank yeah. you for watching and yeah. listening. However however that works. Absolutely. Different people. So we've uh, we, we've we've come through our Easter season here at CLA. Yeah. Uh, so proud of our drama department. And Man, everything I, that. Heidi and I were driving home uh, the other night, and we just said the 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 dedication and the commitment that literally hundreds of people have for months. Um, they work tirelessly. It's really it's yeah. really amazing. Absolutely. And, and this year was particularly more taxing because we 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 do Easter every other year. Yeah 
traditionally that's what we've done. And uh, so this year we had Christmas, and I, and I felt like the turnaround time was just a, yeah. Easter so early. This a few year. weeks, yeah. right? I mean, we were out, right outside of Christmas, and and I think we were, I think that they were meeting already. Just, January uh, or like the first week of January was their first. So yeah. yeah. So and many of those people overlap. Yep. Both Christmas and Easter, and so wow, I just it's just amazing. But they. And every night we we do, you know, green room, we're all there, the entire cast, everyone's there. And we, we have a time of worship and we're just praying. Absolutely. And the, the excitement, uh, even up to the last performance, yeah. they were like, let's go. Yeah. You know, everyone was so excited. Yeah. For, from my seat uh, as as their, their pastor, it's just, it's an honor. I say this in the church, it's an honor to do life and ministry yeah. with them. And uh, yeah, it's just yeah. awesome. Amazing. Good stuff. Easter Sunday here at CLA, thousands, thousands yeah. watching on TV. It's uh, yeah, just great to amazing great and to see life and yeah, we're just trusting that the Lord worked in people's hearts. We we saw we we believe several thousand people gave their heart to Christ yeah. over uh, Easter production, um, and, and it's hard to fully measure that. We we measure that by. Uh, by what we call next step books that people take after we have an, a time of giving them an opportunity to receive Christ. And there were, you know, well over a couple of thousand of those that were, yeah. that were taken. So I just rejoice in that. And, yeah. and you look at all of the work and all of the effort and you, and you can pinpoint it to one reason and that's it. Absolutely. That people gave their heart to Jesus, yeah. took a step closer in relationship with him, you know, wh yeah. whatever that may be. So. Yeah. Good stuff. Easter Sunday, awesome day. Um, just, uh, I'm ready to. I could take a nap now. I think. I, I think <laughs> we can. The, we could all take a very find a very dark room. Yeah, we're on the we're on the other side of. Yeah. We had two weeks of drama. We had a uh, uh, Good Friday service that we did um, live and, yeah. uh, and, and on Good Friday, and then Easter Sunday. And yeah. So, it's good time stuff. To breathe. Just a little bit. We're gonna breathe. Yeah. For a little bit, but yeah, it's just. Celebrating all that God did, and yeah, we're stuff. we're expecting even even as this year progresses on into the into our second year of the Lifestyle Faith Podcast. Well, that's a big deal. We're expecting big things. Year two, yeah, <laughs> uh, expecting big things from God. Well, I say this to the church often: if you're in the same place today that you were with the Lord a year ago, yep. you're you're stuck. Right, you've drifted. You're 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 not moving forward, and so that that applies not only to your personal faith and growth, it should apply to every ministry and church. And I challenge leaders, pastors, what, you know, uh, do an assessment. We, I frequently assess my own life. We assess the ministries of the church. Are, are they moving people forward? Are they, are they themselves growing? Sure. And uh, that, I mean, that's the mark. We, there has to be spiritual momentum, spiritual, uh, spiritual growth in everything we do. If not, then you have to ask yourself, is there something we need to shift or pivot or do we need to, do we need to do something else? Right. And so I, I, I used to do that at the beginning of the year. It was just a natural thing. That's a, I kind of live in that state now. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a constant, not for, um, you know, abuse yeah. <laughs> to, to just, cause you can, you can evaluate and you can diagnose to death, I guess, sure. in some ways, yeah. but constantly asking like, are we growing? Are, are we better today than we were Six months ago, or a year, yeah. are we are people growing? Are people catching what we're talking about? And um, I just think, as a leader, those are those are vitally important, strategic questions you have to ask yourself. Yeah. 
Well, it kind of brings us to the topic today. We're yeah. <clears throat> really going to talk about, you know, what what you and you and I both feel one of the the most pressing challenges in the church today is mission drift. Absolutely. Um, and you know, I, I guess we we can probably define that as you know. If, I don't know if you want to, you know, how, how how would you define what what is what is mission drift, and you know, what why is that important? Well, yeah, I mean, the title kind of explains it. It's 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 moving off off center. It's moving off mission. I preached a message a year or so ago on on this idea of drifting, and and I don't know that I realized in the moment how significant it was in my life and in the, maybe in the life of the church. And I think that's what probably started this journey of, of assessment and evaluation and particularly in the day and time we live in, because there's so many distractions, there are so many things and they're not all bad, right? You know, that's why I think we have to be so strategic because good things can pull you and, and cause you to drift as easy. Maybe I could argue as easy, Certainly, uh, it, it, it certainly happens. Is it, is it easier? I don't know. But, but good things can pull you away right. from better things and, and from the most important things. And I think in a church, particularly in a larger church, you always have to analyze, because hopefully everything you're doing is good, sure. right? You always have to analyze, <clears throat> is this the best? Yeah. Is this taking us to the place God wants us to be? Is it taking people to where he wants them to be? Yeah. And, and so mission drift is just getting, is just getting off, off focus, off yeah. center. Um, and it, again, it is so easy to happen and hard to catch. Yeah. Like you, when you're drifting, you don't, you don't always, you don't know you're drifting until you've drifted. Right. And, and if you don't catch it, you're, you're off course. And any of us that lead anything, whether it's church or an organization, the hardest thing in the world is to recalibrate and, and to come sure. back. Um, yeah. Momentum is almost impossible to regain once you've lost it. You know, those are just hard things. Right. And so, yeah, I think mission drift, I think it's something we, we don't talk about enough. We don't analyze enough sure. and uh, certainly it, relative. And so, so it not only affects churches, mm-hmm. Um, but but it can affect your family. Sure, it can affect any organization and any any organization that um, not not only those organizations that are that are Christ centered and Christ sure. Christ centric. The the natural tendency for every organization is to drift. It, it, any leader of any organization has to be mindful of mission drift. Yeah. Whether that's a whether that's you know for us it's it's faith it's Jesus yeah. it's relationship with Christ other people it may be a a product or sure. or a, a mission anyone can get off of sure. off of off of purpose uh, and uh, yeah again I, and I I, th- I just think it's uniquely challenging for for church for faith based things again because everything we do is hopefully good everything we right. do is people centered. Yep. And uh, yeah, it's just, uh, and there's lots of pressure. You, you, you put a large number of people together. Everyone has a different idea of what's sure. important. Everyone has a right. different idea of what should be center and what, yep. what should be mission and purpose. Yeah. And um, well, w- as, as the church, we were, 
we were blessed with our mission statement was given to us. <laughs> yeah. Jesus himself said, go into all the world, make disciples of all nations. Hasn't changed, won't change. <clears throat> exactly. And so it, it, it makes our job in some ways easier because yeah. we know the mission and we know the purpose. It's not, it's not for us to do what we think, you know, it's, yeah. it's to fulfill. And that is our purpose. It's, yep. it's the purpose of not only the church, but every follower of Jesus, our job is to fulfill the Great Commission in the time that we have. Right. And so you're right, and that just makes it, yeah. it, makes it easy. So how does each organization, each church, yep. uniquely fulfill that and carry Absolutely. that out in their area with the people that sure. God has asked them to touch? And, and, and that second statement, th there is room within that to, a, to adapt to what our culture needs at that moment. Sure. But the mission never changes. The mission never changes. And I... I a few weeks ago in, a, in a, a message I preached, I, I referenced how God will give every generation whatever they need, yeah. uniquely need, because it's different from generation to generation. Right. Now, we would, we would like things to just stay the same forever. And, and I know the pain of change. <laughs> the pain of change is hard. I've lived through the pain of change leading a church. Yeah. That's really hard. Right. Um, we we typically lean into things we like style sound appearance you know we we lean into things that we like and so so change is hard i understand that uh, but but god will uniquely give each generation whatever they need to fulfill the great commission and it will change it changes because people pivot and people change and so i i would argue that it's it's supposed to change it has to change if we're going to be open to, to fulfilling yeah. the Great Commission. And so we do have to, the message, look, you've heard this, is, I, I didn't coin this phrase, the message is sacred, it never changes. The method is, is, it has to be, it has to be open for, for each season of time, each generation of people to reach the people that God has placed in front of them. Right. And, and all too often, we resist that because that represents change. Right. And we just like things to stay yeah. the same. I do too. Right. I mean, that, I don't even think there's anything wrong with that. It's when, we're, it's when we reach a point where we're unwilling to pivot for the sake of, of, of reaching somebody. We'd rather stay the same yeah. than be effective. That, that's where it just gets super challenging. Sure. Well, one of our, our rules of engagement that we talked about a few episodes back, if you want to go back and, and rewatch that episode, but it's, it's marry the mission, date the strategy. Yeah, I mean, it's, and, and you have to be committed to that. If you're going to be, uh, I believe, it's my opinion, you know, Shane Wilson, Theo one, <laughs> Theology 101, if you're going to be an effective church in these very challenging days, I think that's the approach that you have to right. take. And you have to help people on that journey because I, I, I know how difficult change is. Yeah. And um, it, it's, it's one of the, I've often said, people ask me often, what, what's the greatest challenge of pastoring a church? And there's a few, yeah. maybe, more than, <laughs> more, maybe more than I can count on two hands. hands and yeah. toes. But, but one of them is pastoring yeah. a, a, a multi-generational church right. because, again, everyone has a, a different, and I don't even know that it's an idea of how things should be. I probably use the word preference, a different preference of, of sure. how they would like things to be. And so it's tough, but yeah, I, if you're going to be effective, if you're going to reach people in, in this day, this climate, 
you have to be, yeah, yep. you have to be flexible with, with, with methods and constantly evaluating, is this, is this effective? Is it yep. reaching people for Christ? And, and is this, does this method line up to mission? Right. And, and making course corrections there. Yeah. And, and just being okay with that. Yeah. I mean, really just being okay with, Hey, we're going to evaluate this. And if it's not, if it's not effective, if people aren't growing, if they're not taking steps, they're not coming to Christ, you know, it, it, there has to be a pattern of growth. And if it's not, then we have to change. Right. It, it's not even, I don't even think it's a suggestion. It's a mandate. We, we have to do right. it different. There's such an urgency in the day that we live. There's such an urgency in the Great Commission. I don't have a choice. Sure. I may actually prefer to do it a different right. way because it's easier or, of course. Or, or, or because people like it that way. Yeah. I, we can't afford to do right. it that way. People's lives are, it's too important. are in the balance. Eternity's in the balance. Yeah. Right. So, so uh, have, you, have you been in a place where you have, you have recognized that, hey, we, we're beginning to drift away from mission and... I, I don't know if you can think of an example of how, what you did to stop it. Um, I don't know. I, I can probably think of more moments where I, I have recognized, and I think any leader uh, uniquely understands this. And sometimes, you know, it's, it's, the, it's the beauty of leadership, yeah. the challenge of leadership as well, is that you have to sometimes make those, those difficult decisions. And hopefully you, there are times you, you, as a leader, you see things that maybe no one else sees in the right. moment. And sure. you, you, I, I hope that I'm always seeing five years, 10 years down the road, uh, vision, mission, purpose. And, and, and maybe that God uniquely gives that to, to, a, to a leader in whatever the organization may be. Um, but so there are times that I think that I have, I've seen patterns or I've seen, a particular uh, maybe direction that we're going in something. And it's not a complete stop, but it's a redirection. Yeah. It's like, okay, how, how this is, there are people involved in this. There's people that are passionate about this. There are people that believe in this. How do we make it? Maybe, maybe we don't stop it. How do we bring it back into a it. course direction? You, yeah, you, sure. you said that earlier. I think that probably happens more than we have to kill this. Yeah. Or we have to stop this. Now, there are those times, and I think God prepares leaders to make those decisions. They're sure. never easy. Um, but, but I think most of the time it's, okay, how can we bring this into alignment? If it's good, if people are passionate about it, and, and how, can you, you know, how, how, can you, how can you put mission on it? Right. And I think that probably happens more frequently than, than the decision yeah. to kill something. Yeah, absolutely. You've got to be rock solid on what you believe. You have to know where you're going. Yeah. That's, uh, and again, you said it earlier, and, and Jesus makes that so easy for us in the church. Right. <laughs> Not easy for everyone yeah. to fully put their arms around. But, sure. but at the end of the day, the, the map is clear. Like the GPS is set. Our, our, our North Star, we know where we're going. Yeah. And um, so. There's a, so the, the, the gentleman that wrote Mission Drift, there's, there's a book called Mission Drift. His name was Peter Greer. Should have written the book. <clears throat> Well, we should have taken that title. Well, we probably should have done that. <laughs> but he tells a story, and it's and it's kind of interesting. the The original purpose. So, so uh, Saint Nicholas from Turkey. Okay, he's a you know old Saint Nick. Old Saint Nick, right? Yeah. The 
the patron saint of Christmas. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whatever. What, okay. Not Catholic, I don't know. <sighs> but he's also the patron saint of pawn shops. Come on. For real. Like legit pawn shops. Like, like legit pawn shops. Okay. So where all of so pawn shops started as a ministry of the Franciscan monks. You're you're blowing I am, my mind. I'm changing right now. your life. And I so yeah. I Peter Greer, wherever you are, thank you for for giving me this anecdote. But it started as a as a ministry because like a fundraiser kind of thing. Like, well, pe- people would be uh, in in need of you know sustenance and and need of, of okay. money to be able to do things. Okay. They would pawn their their item huh. to the church, and the church would hang on to it until okay. they were ready to repay. Interesting. That's where they started. I tell me a pawn shop today <laughs> that has not drifted <laughs> away from that purpose. Yeah, well now it's yeah, it's profit. It's well, yeah. Yeah, sure. Now wow. it's the uh the history channel TV. I just show. didn't know that that yeah. that it had it or, its origin yeah. in a in a compassion based kind Absolutely. of Absolutely. Huh? Yeah. It's well, look at university Harvard University was was originally a seminary, was originally sure. a uh you know, it's mission drift can happen in in every organization oh to to anyone yeah when when you look back at all of the the organizations that started faith based yeah uh that have that have drifted right and and they may even still wear a they may even still wear a faith based sure. banner but they they've certainly moved away away yeah. from that and and again i just i think it's easier to ha- i think it happens easier than we would we would want sure. to admit it happens so slow. Think of a uh, a ship that's off, you know, one degree. Right. It, it may not make a lot of difference in the short run. No. It's it's the long view. Right. Where before you know it, you're you're of so course. far off. You're so far off course. Right. And yeah, I I just think it happens m- more often than particularly in in, uh, in ministry than yeah. we probably want to admit. It's always easy to chase the chase the the new thing well well and if and if it didn't happen we wouldn't do you know we we have we have full programs today that are you know for the purpose of of recalibrating church right you know church recalibration sure uh coming in with with people that can help and the purpose is to bring a church back on back back on the mission so if this wasn't happening as as frequently as it is, we we wouldn't yeah. need, and, and that is a that's a massive movement now within right. within evangelical circles. Sure. How, how do we bring a church that's, for all practical purposes, about to close its doors? How do we bring them back? And th- so the question is, how did they get there? Sure, they they drifted exactly. They drifted off mission, and so slow, for so long. That uh, and and many of them unfortunately just aren't able to make that right. to make that turn back. Sad, sad commentary. I think we need to revisit this topic at some point. Yeah, I think so. I think this is uh, something we could drill down, and and hopefully it's helpful, and hopefully it will apply to whoever may be listening yeah. outside of you know the of a faith based or or sure. ministry setting. I, and, and and maybe we talk about. You mentioned it earlier. You were you were right on the the family dynamic, the even personal faith. I mean, sure, it, it's 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 easy. Organizations drift because people drift. Exactly. <clears throat> and so, how, how do we avoid 
how do we avoid personal mission drift in our life? So you, you, that may our, that may be a sermon series in our coming second up. year. We'll, we'll in, let's continue to tackle in year two. In year we two, we will uh, we will tackle. Pastor that. Shane, would you pray for us today? I'd love to. Yeah. yeah, and I'd love to pray for those that, that. And maybe you're feeling that. Maybe you understand. Um, if you were to assess your life today, you would say, "I'm not where I'm not where I want to be, and I'm not where I I." I once was. I, I always want to say I'm not where I was, but in a good way, in a positive right. way. Maybe today you're saying I'm not where I'm not where I was. I've I've gone the I've gone in a direction I didn't want to go. I'm right. I'm I'm not growing and moving forward. And if that's you, you know, make, make a change today. Make a course direction today in your life. You don't have to wait. Uh, you can do it this moment. You can do it as you're listening to this podcast. You can you can say. Lord, bring bring my life back to center. Bring my life back to back to the place that you want. Recalibrate my heart. I, I use that phrase often to the church, and um, and He will do that today for you. He will He will redirect your life. He'll bring you back uh, to that place. It's your responsibility then to continue to grow, and we'd love to if we can help with that. Put some tools and information in your hand to help you grow. Um, but uh, I just pr- believe that the Lord's speaking to somebody's heart today. So I'd love to, I'd love to pray. Lord, we love you, and God, we're thankful that you, you've given us, you've given us the mission. Uh, it's not my mission. Uh, it's not Christian Life Assembly's mission. It's not any other church's mission. It's your mission. It's your great commission, and our purpose, our calling, our command is to carry it out. So help us do that. I pray, Lord. May we lock our hearts in with you. May we. May we fix our gaze upon you so that we don't drift and so that we, we stay on course and we stay on mission. I pray for that one that, that has drifted, that one that's watching today and feels like somehow, some way, they don't even, they don't even know. It, just, it feels like it happened overnight that they, they're off course. Their life has drifted spiritually into a, a place that they, they don't want to be and maybe even would say, I never, never thought I would be here. God, I pray you bring them back today. May may they surrender their life to you. May they rededicate their life to you. May they come back to a place, Lord, where they are. uh, They're in the the center of of your will, and God, that they've made you the center of their life. So I pray for that person today, that one that needs to come back. Uh, I pray that they would uh, open their heart, surrender their life to you today. Lord, we love you. Thank you for your church. Um, Thank you that we have the privilege of of being a part of this, of this great thing we call ministry. Yes. We love you today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 If, if you just prayed that prayer with Pastor Shane, we'd love to get some resources in your hands. There's going to be uh, something that's coming on your screen right now if you're watching, or you can text us to 717-482-5994. You can, you can just say, hey, I just prayed that prayer with Pastor Shane. Give me those resources. We'd love to get those into your hands. Yep. Um, what a, what a, it's been a great year, Pastor Shane. This was a wonderful anniversary episode. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> So good. Had I known, I would have prepared a little well, more. Well, it's all good. It's all good. Thank you. Uh, thanks yeah. for taking this journey with me. Yeah. So anywhere that, you, obviously you're listening to this right now, but we are on every every possible place that you can listen to a podcast. If you just hit the subscribe button, uh, wherever you're watching us at today, that would help us. We 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 want these these podcasts to get straight into your into your device. So. Uh, If you could do that for us, we'd love it. And for now, I'm Pastor Scott. Pastor Shane.
We'll see you next time. Cheers.